Hi, this is Mitch Doan, and along with Jamie Richardson, we're your hosts of the Breakthrough Active podcast. We aim to deep dive into health and fitness that will help bring you a better understanding of topics that are of interest to you and can help you on your own journey. If you are enjoying the episodes, we'd love for you to leave us a rating on the platform you listen to your podcasts. Enough from me, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back again to the Breakthrough Active Podcast. It is that time of the week again where I meet up virtually with your sixth favourite trainer, Stephen Cooley. <laughs> welcome, that, Steve. that was terrible. After last week, it's gone from the one, the only, to the worst. Wow. No, no, not what the worst. Your sixth favourite out of six. Six out of six. Out of six. Yeah. Love that. Top How are you, mate? I'm well. I'm doing well. All good. Got a couple yeah, of uh, couple of cool things to talk about today, and I mm-hmm. think that's probably a uh, good way for me to segue into topic number one. Yep. Sad news. Sad news. I think it was Monday night or Tuesday that morning is. that Olivia Newton John unfortunately passed away. Uh, wasn't that old? Seventy three. Seventy three. Yeah, I did. There you go. I was just going to say I didn't I didn't really know too much about her in recent years, but I heard she had been fighting breast cancer, mm. um, and I think I don't again I don't know if that's been like publicised that was the cause of death or anything, but I imagine it, if it wasn't, it definitely had something to do with it. But yeah, yeah. really sad, really sad. She seemed like one of the good ones. I think I never really heard anything bad about her. I knew that she had cancer for a while. Like, I knew she had cancer at some point, but like, mm. I was shocked to find out that she passed because I didn't know that she was bat- still battling cancer. Like, yeah. I, th- I thought she, I thought she, she had it and then and then beat it and then that was it. But like, mm. yeah, to find out that she passed away is definitely very sad. I actually found myself today on the walk on the walk today. I played a bit of um, a bit of hopelessly devoted to you as I was on the oh. walk. Outstanding. Yeah. I played. Summer nights and just let out the big nah on the walk. So yeah, good times. But I've had um yeah, big part of my childhood. Considering like I've, I watched Grease a hell of a lot when I was a kid as well. And I um yeah, you know obviously she's 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 an Australian icon. Yeah, very sad, very sad indeed. So it, it got us thinking about a bit of a morbid way to start things, but some of the uh, celebrity deaths that have like. I guess rocked the nation or just rocked you. And I, there's a couple that come to memory for me. And I remember like exactly where I was and what I was doing. And I think that's always a pretty good indicator that that's, you know, monumental when you remember exactly yeah. what you're doing, but might just do um, one each. And then we can kind of, if there are any others that come to mind, we can talk about that too. So what's the uh, standout one for you? Mine's a toss up. Mine's a toss up, mate. I can't split it. I got, I got, um, I got Steve Irwin in there mm. as as a death that sort of rocked me because he, I think he died in two thousand and six. Mm. So I was like sixteen at that point in time, and like I wasn't like I'm not. I've never been like one that's been massive r- regards to animals. And I, I was never like the biggest Steve Irwin fan, but I just think like because he always had that 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 aura of invincibility. For him to die, it sort of rocks you a little bit. More and I think at that point in time, like when he left left behind um Bindi and Robert, yeah, he left behind them and 
yeah, just everything he stood for, and he just he just died doing what he loved. I just thought, yeah, that that really hit me pretty hard for some reason. That was really and, sad. Like I was the same yeah. age as you, and just being that age, and again, like you, I wasn't like a huge fan or anything, but I remember thinking, oh, like it's pretty cool what he does, and he's like an extreme personality. He's got a lot of charisma. Yeah. He's got a lot of pizzazz. <laughs> like he's built for TV. Like he was unreal. And yeah. probably not until like later on in life that I really appreciated a bit more of like what he actually stood for and, and supporting the environment and the wildlife and everything. So to find out more about that and the legacy left, it yeah, kind of makes it more sad. But it's, um, yeah, that was, that was a pretty big moment. What other ones were you tossing up between? The other one that sort of that just sprung to mind for me was Princess Diana. Yeah. Just purely, purely because I was, I think she she died in 1997. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. So I was only a young fella, and I remember I can still remember where I was. I still remember I was sitting, I was in my house in Sydney. I was sitting on the la- in the lounge, and it was just a massive thing that like 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 somebody like that, like the princess, had died in a car accident. Yeah. And I just remember like that was probably the first time that really registered with me. You know, somebody of a certain status. Um, passing away and, and passing away in, in that instance sort of hit me a little bit harder than what it probably yeah. should have. Well, it wasn't sickness. It wasn't died. like anything like that. Neither was Steve Irwin, but, I mean, he literally used to, like, <laughs> wrestle crocodiles. So it was a bit more. Yeah. But, yeah, Princess Di, that was – I kind of remember – I mean, I remember it somewhat, but, yeah, not like you mm-hmm. did. But uh, she's probably, like, one of the most famous people that has been – like killed prematurely, or has died. Yeah, I can't think of anyone else really like of that level of fame. She's probably number one. I think. I think she's probably number one in regards to you know worldwide notoriety. Yeah. Um. But yeah, for like I, you know, growing up, I like when you're seven years old. I'm not worried about the royals and all that jazz. Like I'm not waking up and nah. wanting to know what's happening with the the queen and who Prince Charles is like sleeping with and all this jazz. I don't, I don't want to hear about that. I was into the cartoons. That was it. But, yeah, I don't know why she just, it just, it just yeah, because it was the first big death that sort of registered with me yeah. in the in the media. That's probably why it just sort of hits hits yeah. harder, I think. I got a couple. One, one might be a little bit more, uh, as they're called, from like recency bias, but Shane mm-hmm. Warne. Man. Oh, of course. That was only, what, March or something, I think. But that one hit really hard. I remember, like, waking up and, like, seeing all stuff on socials and whatever, and I, I just, like, couldn't believe it. Like, I felt, I felt like, sick to the pit of my stomach, just sim- similar, to, similar to Steve Irwin, in a sense. He almost seemed like he was a bit invincible because he lived life in the fast lane and, you know, sort of was known to be party animal and didn't care about his health or whatever, but still yeah. was like a highly functioning athlete and ended up being yeah. a really good commentator and everything and was in like in the eye too. Like it was only like weeks before that that he'd been uh, doing like the the cricket for Australia and on TV and everything. So it's yeah. not like he'd been out of, out of action for, for a long time. Like he was currently working for Channel 9. And I just remember, yeah, like getting or hearing that information, reading that information. I think we might have even messaged each other that morning. I was like, holy yeah, we shit, did. like, Warney's dead. 
Yeah. And it's, and being such nice. a big cricket fan, like I played all my whole life and still, you know, one of my favourite sports, It's and for him to be the, you know, probably the most famous, especially Australian, like out of the whole, you know, cricket in the whole cricketing world, like that one yeah. really rocked me. But, again, it's hard for me to tell because that's a bit more recent, but in another 10 or 15, 20 years, I still think I'll remember that. Uh, well, I, I still think... I still think Warnie would be always a big one, just, yeah. just because again, it's you're right, the same same way as Steve Irwin. This is he says the awe of invincibility. You know what I mean? You, you probably thought he, you know, you know, because he was a mad party, he probably, you know, snorted a Kosciuszko like Kosciuszko amount of cocaine, and <laughs> he, I don't know, like it would have been a buddy. I don't know. He would have, yeah, he would have done a lot. Sometimes. Sometimes it's like those guys too that they're in such bad health that like, and yeah. then they just somehow live till they're like ninety five. Just yeah, like um, the Rolling Stones guitarist. Um, oh, Keith Richards. Keith yeah, he Richards. That bloke. He's nice. he should have been dead fifty years ago. How's Ozzy Osbourne? How's how's he still yeah. alive? He was stuttering thirty years ago from drugs, and somehow still kicking. Warning, not quite me, on that Aussie. level, but kind of just thought that he'd be around for a long time, but. Yeah, that was yeah, very sad, very sad indeed. Um, I had two others that come to mind, and I'm actually surprised you didn't say this one that I'm about to say. Kobe Bryant. Oh, of course, yeah. That was I. I still remember it was uh, Australia Day. Yeah, believe or mm-hmm. yeah, it was Australia Day, or we were doing an Australia Day workout. I think of gym. Maybe it was yep. the day after. It was the Australia Day holiday, started 2020 before all the COVID stuff head off, uh, kicked off. And I was driving from, I believe it was our Warners Bay location at the time because we just did like a big boot camp there and I was driving to Adamstown and we were doing one there as well. Mm-hmm. And Ryan, who, of all people, Ryan Johnson, who is not a basketball fan at all, he texted me just as I was pulling up at Adamstown and was like, oh, did you hear about Kobe Bryant? He just died. I'm like, what the hell? And I was like, yeah. and I remember just like quickly Googling it. And I was like, shit, like it's, it's actually legit. Like it wasn't just a rumor. And then I, I was yeah. like, I probably would have been visiting. I probably told people like at the gym, I was like, shit, like Kobe Bryant's just died. I was a bit shook up about it all. Cause again, that was like the ultimate freak accident, like in a helicopter, like he was 41 yeah. Like his daughter died with him, and some other other young people. Like it was terrible, like absolutely terrible. And just he was, you know, one of the greatest players to ever ever play. And I was always a big fan. Jamie was a big fan. Like we watched a lot of him and saw him in person play. And yeah, similar to the other couple we just mentioned, like kind of thought he'd be around forever, and just way too soon. That, that, that's what it is. You, you hold these, like you hold certain people like Kobe and like, especially Kobe and like Warney and Steve Irwin, especially you hold them in this caliber where they have, they all three of them. It's just the same thing. They have this aura of invincibility that they'll, they'll never get taken down ever. Like, you know, we, we always talk about the mama mentality and, you know, Warney's off partying and for God knows, God knows what he's doing. And then Steve Irwin's in the bush, like tackling whatever. And you just think they're just going to live forever. And then when they don't, it's just like, whoa, just sort of, Hits you yeah. a bit harder than most. And I think, like, the circumstances of that too, like, to to die in, like, a helicopter accident, like, with his with his daughter, that was, like, something that really hit home too. That was because she was, like, 
I don't know how old. She was a teenager, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, at any age that anyone dies in a helicopter accident, it's sad, but just to to know that she died. And there was, like, some other fathers and daughters as well who died in it too, which was... Yeah. Really I think it was about nine others or something. Mm. So it's and just the, terrible. Yeah. And then the third one was Michael Jackson. That was yeah, that's a big one too. 2009. I think it was, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't I didn't Google that before I came on. But I remember I was working back at Magenta Shores Golf Country Club at uh, North Entrance where I worked for many years when I was at uni and high school. And I remember just watching it on the TV. We, we had like, we had iPhones and stuff, but it didn't really get the news out the same way it does now. And we had a TV yep. in the pro shop and it just came up that Michael Jackson had died. And all of us working were like, what? Because he was just like obviously a larger than life character, and you know some bad reasons why he was became very famous after finishing up his uh, singing and everything. But he was a huge personality, and just to have heard that he died, and I just remember exactly where I was, what I was watching, you know, what I was doing, and I think for that, just to stand out, to still remember it like thirteen years on, obviously it was a pretty big one. Well, he's the king of pop, right? So, uh, you know, majority of today's music that, you know, people listen to, like, the, you know, the Australian Top 50 and whatever, you know, most of it, like I dare say most of the artists, uh, their number one influence is probably Michael Jackson. So he probably transcended pop the most. So I think that's, you know, because he's been you know, such a groundbreaker uh, regard, in regard, like, regards to music and, you know, like a, a certain genre and, you know, then on top of that, you know, he's, you know, he's lived a larger than life life. Um, yeah, I can definitely see why it's, it's a bit like it's hard from a yeah. lot of people. I, his music still gets a really good run in at the gyms. I mean, yeah, he's a ledge, he's, he's a ledge, regardless of, regardless of what you think or whatever. Yeah, I think his music lives on forever. I don't know. It might, uh, increase the mood, improve the mood a little bit. Very, uh, I've seen this more very, very morbid way to start things. <laughs> Damn. Um, All right. But you're going to Bali, mate. I am. I'm going to Bali this Saturday. So it's Wednesday. So three more sleeps. Exciting. And I am jet setting for the first time since all the COVID crap has happened. So it's going to be, uh, I know you went a couple of months ago, but yeah, it's going to be very, just a bit of a strange feeling going to the international airport and the plane mm-hmm. and overseas and everything whatever you whatever you do mate just don't drop your passport in through <laughs> on onto a tarmac you couldn't do that that's like a one in one million thing january like winning a lot special january special only him mate but don't do that hold on to it i'll be clutching it very closely when i'm yeah, stepping in that over that little creek <laughs> yeah just just like but you don't even need it at that point just put it in your bag for some reason you're still holding it crazy <laughs> but it got us uh got us thinking earlier when we were just before we came on air about holidays and whether it be overseas or you know even around australia and wanted to sort of discuss our you know our favorite or top few favorite places that we've ever, ever visited so yeah what what one stand out for you mate i've got a few i've got a few places that stand out for a few particular reasons Number one, it's just, or it's 
it's in my, always the first thing that comes to my head is just the Gold Coast. Just pure, mm. like, I mean, I've been there like a few times since and it doesn't hold, the, it's not the same as what it used to be, but I think like it just has a huge nostalgic vibe for me. It's just purely because, you know, like going up as a kid and going to movie world and dream world and sea world and all that jazz and, you know, you do all the family fun stuff and, um, yeah, it just sort of, yeah, it just has that, yeah, that nostalgic feel for me. So I think the Gold Coast is always a big standout for me. I'm going there at the end of the year, so I dare say I'll probably have that same vibe in certain points and certain different places I visit and that sort of stuff. So I'd probably say the Gold Coast is, is up there. How good's the Gold Coast, though? Like I, it's mad. I went there a lot as a kid, too, because I had and still do have some family that live on the Gold Coast. Yeah. So I probably went up, I don't know, three, five, seven times, like as a kid, and most of the time you do Movie World and or Wet and Wild and or Sea World. Yeah. Uh, and it's the best. Like, yeah, it's a mad time. Weather's, weather's great. Like, there's obviously as a kid, like, all that stuff is like, it's that's like the most fun you ever have. Like, as a kid going I'm to the park, like, it doesn't get much yep. better than that. Nope. And yeah, weather's great. And just, I remember we used to always drive up. So, and it was like a way longer drive than to before, like, the road all got fixed. It was like 10 hours. And we'd always leave yep. super early. Like, my dad used to love leaving at like four, four o'clock in the morning. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. That we'd be yeah. asleep for like the first half of the trip and then you'd be asking every 10 minutes, you know, are we there yet or how much longer? Hey guys, just very quickly, if you have been enjoying our podcast and you've been watching us on YouTube, I would love for you to subscribe to our channel. If you've been listening to our podcast, give us a follow, give us a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify or wherever it is that you've been listening to us. It really helps the channel grow and I would be extremely appreciative and grateful if you took a moment to do that for me. Okay, that's it from me. Enjoy the rest of the show. Did you ever have um, on your drive up, because you would have, like, you were obviously, you were in the Central Coast when you were a kid? Yeah. Yeah, so I, was, I, I grew up in Sydney, right? So so we're on the drive up, I remember getting up super early in the morning and it always make it a big deal, Tare Maccas for, for breakfast. That was the, that was the stop. Tari Maccas. Every time I drive past it, I always think, I'm always like, I think of my dad, he's always like, oh, yeah, we'll stop at Tari Maccas. So that was always the spot. And then like, it was just such a little journey, I think. Like you you go through all the all the towns, like you go through Coffs Harbour and you go through Ballina and you go through Grafton, you yeah. know, all those spots. It's like a little trek. It's not the same anymore. I don't know if you've driven up that way. Yeah, I went up last year. Bypasses. You bypassed yeah. everything except cops, and I think that might everything. even be like on the way out too. It's the most boring drive ever now. It's terrible. Way faster though. Yeah. I, like, I think I like the journey. We used to stop. We used to stop on the way home normally at us. Uh, yeah, probably not the way there. Hexham, yep. the Oak Factory at Hexham. Oh, and there's outstanding shakes, please. Obviously, like now, it's just around the corner, pretty much. But like back then, it was still like an hour and a bit to home. And I remember we'd always stop in the Oak Factory. I used to love my vanilla vanilla thick shakes. Get that in here. So that was an actual like, that was a treat on the way home. That's where I kicked yeah. you into overdrive and going, all right, we've got a little bit to go. Almost there. We're good. Yeah, that's good. Like that. But yeah, the Goldie trips were always the best. Yeah, I. Uh, I, I, the Goldie would get a mention for me too, but I won't just because you've said it because that was like our holiday destination as a family, like when I was young. Yeah. Like that was the mm -hmm. spot, same as you. Um, but since then, I 
a lot of people listening will know I lived in Canada for two years and where I lived there was in a little place called Kelowna, which is in British Columbia on the, on the West coast. And when we, I went with Jamie and another friend and we kind of just ended up there like without, we hadn't planned to go there. There's a ski mountain nearby called Big White and we met some people and we ended up going up there with them. And then Kelowna was the closest city and ended up just moving down there and found an apartment and didn't leave for another 20 months. <laughs> so it was, uh, <laughs> good. yeah, but that was like for anyone and, and you don't really meet people from Kelowna or I haven't really even met that many people who have been there. Um, Laura C actually, who goes to our Adamstown gym, her and I were actually at the big white ski hill at the same season at the same time. Like we would have been at parties together and stuff, which is pretty wild. But a small world. That's yeah, crazy. But Kelowna is a super cool place. It's it's um it's right on this big lake and they call they call it the beach, which is like no waves, but you go on like all these beach activities and drink at the beach and go out on boats and then they've got downtown with pubs and clubs and restaurants and everything. Lots of people riding their bikes. Summertime's really fun. So that was yeah, just a standout place because obviously if you spend, you know, nearly two years somewhere, it's gonna be a bit of a standout. And every every so often I meet someone from who's been there and you just have it off with them, can discuss everything. How long did you plan to go for when you went over there? Six months. <laughs> Turned into two years. <laughs> yeah. Well, we kind of said, oh, probably around about six months, but the visa was two years. Yeah. And we were, we were like laughing like, oh, yeah, two years, as if we'll stay that long. Yeah, and I came back after like 21 or 22 months, I think. So almost long time. Two years. Did you come back with a Canadian accent? Yeah, I did a little bit. Did you actually? Yeah, okay. Because yeah. Jamie actually left like six months before me. He came back. Yeah. Um, and I was over there and had made other friends and things. So I was like just hanging out with Canadians for six months. So yeah. when I was hanging out with Jamie a lot, like it kind of didn't really rub off on me as much because I was talking with Jamie so often. But yeah. Yeah, when I had nothing but Canadian people around me, I had a bit of a bit of a twang, and everyone was like laughing at me when I got home. Because so, what's like, what's the most Canadian like? You know, like Aussies are like, "Get a mate," and yeah. you know, shrimp on the Barbie. We don't even call it shrimp. No, nah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I know. right. Do you know they actually think that we jump around on kangaroos, like like we ride them like horses? That's insane. But what I'm trying to say is. What's like? Is there any like Canadian things that like we go? Oh, that's a Canadian thing to say. Probably the the most well known one is like them saying a, eh? like, not a. bad, a, eh? a, like not not right. like Aussies kind of say a, eh? like pretty good a. Eh? <laughs> but it's yeah. the Canadians is like you know the Simpsons. You know I'm from Canada and they think I'm slow, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that. Oh, well, Karen, yeah. Karen Martell, shout out to Karen Martell, one of our um, great members from uh, Cardiff. She's Canadian. I've never yeah. heard her say a before in my life. Nah, she wouldn't. Pick, she's, pick up your game, Karen. It's been knocked out of her. It's been knocked out of her. Come on. Come on. But, yeah, that's probably the main one. And Yeah, okay. They do speak like slower than Americans. Like you can kind of tell the difference when you've lived there for a while. Yeah. Especially the older generation. They're like, they almost sound like slow as in mentally slow. <laughs> really? Yeah. They, it's just their demeanor and how they talk. It's very, very <laughs> slow. But yeah, okay. Cool place. I loved it. I loved it there. I'd love to go. I've never been. I've always wanted to go. 
and but I've yeah yet, yet to get there. But yeah, That's everybody that goes to Canada, they always say it's a good spot. I've never heard yeah. somebody bad Canada out. Nah, nice people. The people I found a lot more like Aussies and like Americans. Americans yeah. kind of their humor is a bit different, like not really up with the sarcasm and sort of that dry humor that Aussies and Brits have, and Canadians yeah. very similar. So yeah, I, I made some really good good friends there. But do you still keep in touch with anybody? A few of them. Yeah, oh, that's good. Socials and, and that. But yeah, loved loved Kelowna, mate. I, I always anyone who goes there, I am always quick to tell them they should check out Kelowna if they're on the west coast. If I get the chance, well, I'll get over there for sure. I'll tell them that I know Mitchell Dane. I'm sure. I, I'm sure I'll get a couple of specials or some uh, stories. You probably left your mark over in Kelowna, no doubt. If you go to uh, Well Gym Kelowna, they'll they'll remember. I might go there. there. Yeah, worked worked at Well Gym for about eighteen months. About eighteen months of the the twenty one. Jamie worked there so as well, actually. I was doing. Yeah, um, you know how you go to. I was doing my membership sales stuff, so like people would come in and want to join the gym, and I'd like help get them started with that, effectively. But she was, she pretty well she pretty well um built Kelowna World Gym from from the ground up you'd say pretty much. So if sure. I go over there and I say can I have a seven day pass, they're not charging me anything. I say listen, I know Mitchell Dane. Like whoo, doing these ones. Give me the Mitchell Dane special, please. Free, <laughs> free membership for the seven days. That's good. Yeah, they had a very uh a very heavy Australian sales department for a little while with me and me and Jamie. <laughs> no, that's good, mate. That's yeah. good. I'll definitely, you know, I'll definitely keep that in mind when I go over to uh, Canada someday. But other than that, I might just rattle off a couple of quick ones, other places that I've been that I enjoyed. Um, Thailand, Phuket. I had a really good time there. I went with Kate and her family a few years back. Um, America, I I loved. Like uh, San Diego was a really cool place. Miami, I loved it there as well. They were probably my two favorite cities. Austin, Texas, mm -hmm. I really liked. That was cool. And I went to Europe when I was uh, younger and then again a few years ago. Um, Barcelona is probably my pick of the pick of the crop there. That was, that was a mad. Really fun city. Spent a bit of time there with Kate and a bit of time when I was younger. Yeah. But, yeah, plenty of... Uh, Plenty of forgotten memories, alcohol induced yeah. forgotten memories, and also just when you, getting old now. But. When you spoke about Thailand, I went to Thailand once as well, and I, I'd say the same thing. I had, a, I had a ball. I was I went over there when I was twenty one, so I was, I was single and I was twenty one. I just absolutely ran up muck over there. So good times there. But the place I want to go back to is New Zealand. Oh yeah, I haven't been there. Yeah, I went, I went there once. So uh, I want to go for snow season if it's possible. So yeah. Mm. Same as Canada, everyone loves New Zealand, like very picturesque. A lot of yeah, people say it looks quite similar to Canada, just with the mountains and, and everything. But, it's super picturesque. So yeah. if you get a chance to go there, mate, go to Milford Sound. Yeah. There's like these that. three different like mountain things and you get you, you go through this like little like a river or canal or something and it's just it's literally it's like you're looking at a like a like a painting. Mm. Yeah, I've heard of that. I think that might have been when Nikki McLaughlin went just recently. Yeah, she I think um, so too. she loved it there, but and it's only like three hours. Like it's close, way closer okay. than everywhere else. Like I'm going to Bali. That's 
feel like that's close and that's still like six, six and a half hours. Yeah, so, nothing. Yeah, New Zealand's just around the corner. Right, uh, last one, mate. Set, what, mate. What's the uh, this was your your idea? <laughs> Good one. What, what was so the third one? Our members know that I'm I'm always keen to take the piss out of myself for a laugh. And uh, today, to wrap it up, the podcast, absolutely no different. I thought I would share with you probably the most embarrassing moment in the history of my life. <laughs> and I thought Mitch might do the same if he yeah. wants to If he wants to share, he can. But I'm going to take you back to the, it was the year 2000. It was a very simple time. Uh, I was playing cricket at the time. It was outstanding. Mm. And uh, it was a Friday morning. Uh, I, was, I woke up and I'd been a little bit crook in the guts. And not one to let the team down. I said, no, no, I got this. It's all good. I'll play this game. I was pretty, I was pretty handy cricketer, actually. Not as handy as yourself, but I'll tell you, Steve had a pretty handy with the bat and the ball back in the day. <laughs> and um, anyway, we rolled up to this place, rolled up to this oval. It was at lunchtime at sport, and the stomach started rumbling. The butt started getting heavy, and I was just like, no, this, this can't happen. Ten years old, I was like, no way. But luckily, there was a toilet about 100 metres up the up the hill. I was like, hey, dramas. So I've like marched up the hill. The toilets are locked. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> this is no, what am I going to do, right? So anyway, I decided to do a number two in the bush, right? So I've, I've, gone, in the, I've gone in the bush, squatted down, did the number two. It was, you know, I was a bit crook, so it was not pretty. <laughs> anyway, I said, how am I, I going to do, how am I, how am I going to clean this up? Right. So there's plenty of, tre- like plenty of leaves. So I'm, I'm smacking the leaf, like pulling the leaves off, like pulling them off, started wiping. It's all good. I thought that's fantastic. I've got away with this. Unreal. Pulled the dax up. Right. So I'm walking, I'm walking back over to the team. <laughs> I'm walking back over to the team. No joke. Mrs. Wiley, Newcastle's number one podcast. We let it all out here. We let it all out here on the podcast. I'm walking over. I thought, I've got away with this. Thank you. No joke. There has been a line of flies following me over. And I was just like, oh, no. Everyone was laughing. Lucky my dad was there. You know what happened? I didn't have any spare like, clothes in the, in the back. So, so I was just, I was that embarrassed. I hopped in the car, missed the game, drove home. I should have just stayed at home. What a joke! Oh yeah, it still uh, haunts me to this day. Like if, if ever I need to go to the toilet and I'm and I'm and I'm like in a public place and I think, oh, oh no, Heffron Park in Sydney always comes back in my head for that reason. So there we is. don't have too much longer, but I do have a couple of follow-up questions. The main one being, so was there actually some sign like you could tell that you had just been in the toilet? Was there a bit of a stain on the pants? I mean, I was 10 years old. I, I can't, I don't know. I, look, I'd like to say I would have, I was pretty smart. I was pretty cluey. So I dare say I would have cleaned it up. The evidence would have been gone. But, but the, the flies were buzzing around your, your bum. Oh, the, mate, the, the, mate, the fly, it was, it was horrendous. It was, it was literally like, it was literally like I was a, I was a chip and seagulls were following me. Like, it was God. so bad. There must have been a lot of them for like everyone else to be able to see them. Mate. Mate, literally every fly in Australia was there at Heffron Park <laughs> that day. It was not good. It's still, it's still in my head to this day. And you missed no, miss the game. Missed the game. I was one of, their, one of their best players. Don't laugh Don't laugh at me. I hope they lost that day too. Anyone listening, Banks made a public school under 10s cricket team. I hope he's got beat that day. 
DMP. Oh man, thirteenth <laughs> man. Steve-O's done. <laughs> Steve-O retired. Steve-O's out sick. Steve-O's sick. Oh, I, I, and then after that, I was off school for a month. Not, <laughs> yeah, not because, change not because of sickness. You can't, you can't go back to that me. school. Oh, no good. That's when you moved to Curry. Needed a fresh start. After, yeah, after that. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Bye, Sydney. <laughs> Dad, we need to move three hours up the road. We can't do it anymore. See, see you later. Well, I've only got a few minutes here before the Zoom runs out, so I'll, I'll keep it quick. First one that came to mind, which isn't that embarrassing, uh, was failing my P's, and I feel like that's just a real, like, kick in the pants because you, you're pretty G'd up. You think you're going to, yep. you know, you're going in, you've got high hopes, you're about to drive out of here, you're going to go around, I had a girlfriend at the time, go around to your girlfriend's place, go pick up your mates, like go home, brag to your parents. Nah, failed. Yeah, failed. it's embarrassing. Sure. And it wasn't even one thing that I failed. I did like twelve things wrong, and he deducted like one point for every little thing I did wrong. And I just just spoke on, just just pulled your mobile phone out. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 hang on, mate. Dad's calling me. <laughs> Dad <laughs> ran up the ass of someone. It crossed yes. over, ran a red light. Like all things that didn't really matter. Yeah. All good, but but it was not that embarrassing. But something in <laughs> in more recent times, and I'll keep it very quick. I went on a cruise a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and I don't think I told you this, but one night we went to a show. It was like a um, cabaret kind of show, and there was a guy called Ruben K. He's a homosexual gentleman who dresses up as a as a female, like in high heels yeah. and wig and makeup and the rest of it. And at yeah. one point in the show, he's walking around and he's kind of like embarrassing a few of the guys, rubbing their head or saying something smart. So I'm like, he's a comedian, like he's really really funny, and he came. <laughs> This was like the very end, and he came up into our row, and he kind of, you know, when you sort of, if you've ever been to a show like that, you don't want to like look away or look down because you feel like yeah. he's going to pick you out. Yeah. So I just kept holding my stare like right at him, and I was just like smiling just like this, and he just looked <laughs> at me and came up, and he'd been doing a joke or not, or he'd ask someone what their name was, and then he'd like pull the the microphone away. So he did that to me. He's like, what's your name? And I went, he went, oh, it doesn't matter what your name is. Kind of like the rock used to do. <laughs> but, then, but then he started, he he stood up on my chair and his crutch purposely was like right in my face, like like literally like right here. And he was standing uh-huh. there singing away. He did about a four-minute song, no joke, right in that very position in front, in front of this crowd of thousands. Right with, with his crutch right in my face. He was touching my hair and just like making fun of me. And I was just sitting there right in front of him for the whole time. Well, you can't say you didn't have a good view of Ruben. The best view in the house. Got got to know <laughs> Ruben quite well. And I was just I don't and Kate was like Kate was sitting just near me. She said, You were frozen solid. I said, Well, what am I meant to do? Like I couldn't even I couldn't even like what do you want to do? Couldn't even like hold my face. I couldn't even do this, like put my hand in front of my face because he was right there. So I just sat there leisurely just for the whole time until he finished. And then he like What was going paid, through your head? I, I was just like, when is this gonna finish? This is terrible. <laughs> but the longest four minutes of your life. It was actually probably better that he was like so close because no one else could actually see like my facial expressions. Like if he had been like half a meter in front of me, they could have seen me like looking all awkward and you know, just yeah, being sure. real like weirdly laughing <laughs> and sort of just being a bit 
bit uh, bit strange, but he was so close to me that no one could even see me. So I was just sitting back. I would I, I think I just closed my eyes and just sat there and just waited for him to finish. And then he made a joke at the end, called me a uh, called me homophobic at the end. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh that's a wild four minutes, mate. And I was I'd had a big night the night before, so I was stone sober too. So that definitely didn't makes it even worse. But that was up there. That was pretty embarrassing. But great so story. Talk, the number one podcast. Nobody talk about these again. No. That's it. Well, I thought it was embarrassing enough to share with Newcastle's number one podcast because that's that's what we do. That's what we do, mate. Okay. Newcastle's number one podcast. We're about to finish up, so hope I didn't uh, rattle that one off too quickly. But covered some good stuff today, some sad stuff, some funny stuff, some some serious stuff. But... Glad to get it. And probably Just won't talk about it after Bali, mate. Too easy, boss. See you in a couple of weeks. Thanks for listening, gang. Talk to you on the next Thanks, one. Thanks, gang. See ya. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If there is a topic you'd like us to discuss that we haven't already, please make sure you reach out in Facebook Messenger and we'll do our best to cover it in the upcoming episodes. For those of you enjoying the podcast, we'd love for you to like, subscribe and leave us a rating. It really helps us grow and spread the good word. Hoping you're all having a great day and we'll be sure to see you on the next one.